To my beautiful friends, it is I, Laura Von Holt, fairy boss mother, author, entrepreneur, cool person, magnet for opportunity and success, as are you. I am coming to you from the East River of Manhattan. There are some bridges there, if you're watching the video version. Uh, okay, so, good topic today. I think it's time for this. Um, I want to talk about what to do instead of panicking. Yay! Um, first thing I should say is that I'm not a medical professional or a medical expert. I'm just a fellow person trying not to panic. Yay! Um, Alright, so here is what I have to say about this. Okay, so it, it, as of today, it is March 11th, I think. Yes. Um, I'm in New York City. I flew on Monday, March 9th from Hawaii to New York. So I went through two airports. <clears throat> I definitely wiped down my seats and everything around me before I sat down on that airplane. Um, I noticed some people had masks on. The airport seemed slightly emptier, but there was no, nothing seemed very unusual except for the planes being a little emptier as well. Um, I'm in New York City and definitely they are taking precautions here, but there is not full-scale panic and while there have been some cases, it's not, um, it's definitely not the level of like Italy or anything, um, or even Seattle. Um, and I, I wanted to share something that I talked about with my therapist um, in case it was helpful to you because right now it feels like should we be buying all of the toilet paper and locking down should we be just going about our business it's like a little hard to tell um, and also like everyone seems caught between this thing of like do I just shut down and not care or do I completely panic and it's like like a little hard to figure out what to do um, and I had a very lovely conversation with my therapist um, and I'm just gonna tell you what I took away from that because I don't want to be like giving her her advice without the benefit of her like being here you know I don't want to say I don't want to say what she said but I'll tell you what I took away from our conversation um, and I also want to say that one of the things that I appreciate the most about um, going to therapy is the opportunity to engage with emotions that are sometimes difficult or challenging and might even seem like prohibitive emotions um, in other places, but th there's a safe space in therapy to talk about a lot of difficult things. Um, so one thing that my therapist and I were talking about was um, this, this idea of like, right now it seems like put forth in the media um, and just out in the ether is like the options seem like complete denial or apathy or complete panic and she and I talked about the um, kind of like the space in between all of that so what is the space in between uh, complete panic or complete denial and um, <clears throat> the thing that I found very comforting is that we focus on the space in between that is um, a space where you can be accountable for your own actions, you can be socially responsible, and you can 
focus on what you can control. Um, and we were talking about past epidemics, and I've also read some articles about like the 1918 flu, and I'm sure you might also have seen some graphs where um, where experts have been talking about flattening the curve. So like the idea being that actions, precautionary measures that we take now mean that like while an outbreak could still hit, it won't be as devastating as it could be as, as if we waited to take actions until it was already a panic situation. Um, and what I found comforting about that was uh, the idea that there is a space in between panic and apathy, and in that space we have control, because right now things feel out of control, because we all are human beings with animal bodies that are susceptible to disease. I know, no matter how good my Instagram is, I could still die. Who knew? Mortality check. What? Okay. Um, so, yeah. So the space in between apathy and denial is, I, to me, feels like a, a nice space. It's a space where we can do all the things the experts are saying to do, which are like wash your hands, don't go outside if you're sick, you know, sneeze and cough into a tissue, um, avoid large crowds, don't do unnecessary travel, like all of the recommendations that the CDC and the World Health Organization are giving us. Those are actual actions you can take. You can also get supplies in case you think you might need to self-quarantine or in case um, you might need to stay closer to home. Um, uh, that's an action you can take. Um, and it's not a panic action. It's just being socially responsible. The other thing that you can do is that people have been saying, I'm not repeating anything new. I'm just I'm just saying what people are saying, the experts are saying, social, social distancing, staying a few feet away from people, you know, not shaking hands, fist bumping, whatever. All of those things are actions within our control, things that we can do, things that we can do instead of panicking. Um, and the other part that she and I talked about is one of the reasons I think contributing to people and this feeling of panicking and not knowing what to do is that by and large, there is an absence of leadership. Whatever your politics are, there is an absence of leadership. Some of the response seems inadequate or erratic. I'll just say that. Um, and and this, this part that she and I talked about was very comforting to me in that in the absence of leadership, we, each individual, person, each of us, is called to think about what we are responsible for and what our role is in this wider world health pandemic. What is our role? What are we responsible for? And how can we be called to our own leadership? And that felt, that felt very empowering to me to think about, it's not that I'm waiting for the right person to tell me what to do, or I'm, I'm just waiting for the hospitals to be in crisis, or I'm waiting for everything to go to pot. It can be that even when I am not sure what the leadership is doing, I can be my own leader. And so, again, this falls into being in the space between apathy and panic. So I, I, by being a leader, I can stay a little bit away from people. I can be washing my hands. I can be using my hand sanitizer, which I hoarded. Just kidding. I already had some. I didn't need to hoard it. I already had some. Uh, you know, I can. So for instance, another thing that happened is, okay, I need your sympathy and your prayers right now. I was supposed to go to the Celine Dion concert in Washington, D.C. I had flown back from Hawaii specifically for it. And then Celine Dion got a cold 
and because she is also a responsible leader she is not going to have her concert while she has a cold because if we have signs of illness we're all supposed to stay home and rest right now so she's not having her concert which also means i won't be traveling to an arena stage with like 18,000 other people i won't be traveling back and forth between dc and new york and possibly becoming a vector for disease because i am a healthy woman and i'm not really concerned about actually getting coronavirus i'm concerned about accidentally transferring it somehow so so me being a leader celine dion is a leader she has a cold she said i'm sorry i just got to cancel this concert because it's not responsible right now for me to have this i gotta rest and i'm gonna be my own leader and not go to washington dc and i'm said i'm gonna like stay home and prepare in case like i need to like stay home like self-quarantine or whatever um, I'm also being a leader by taking care of myself and drinking water and taking my vitamins and getting some fresh air right now, but not getting next to people. I'm just outside. Um, and I'm going to continue to take care of my own health because that is within my control right now. So yes, I wanted to tell you all of that um, in summary. Right now, instead of panicking, we have an invitation to think about how we can be a leader in this situation, how we can find our own leadership, and what, how we can um, best define our role in this global situation, um, how we can take care of ourselves, and how we can take care of other people. And um, so my, yeah, my, what I want to leave you with is this idea that even in this uncertain time, you have an opportunity to do well. You have an opportunity to take care of yourself. You have an opportunity to take care of other people. You have an opportunity to be a leader. And as always, you are doing great. Okay, I love you forever. Enjoy the river. Uh, oh, a boat, fun. Okay, I love you forever, bye. for listening. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend or leave a review. You can find me anytime at fairybossmother.com or on Instagram. I'm at Laura Von Holt. You can also find the show notes for every episode and join the You're Doing Great email list where you'll get behind the scenes information and extra enthusiasm at fairybossmother.com. Catch you next time. And remember, you're doing great.